Welcome to another episode of Super Serious Dog Podcast. And uh, this is weird, but on a super serious note, um, this is the last episode. This is it, guys. This is it. This probably. is the end. This is probably the end. This is the uh, end for the foreseeable. The foreseeable. <laughs> foreseeable. Uh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous on the podcast for like the first time in a long time. Uh, yeah. Because goodbyes are hard. Goodbyes are weird and hard. So uh, we mentioned this on our Patreon, on our last Patreon episode, but not um, uh, on this episode. So the reason for that is, A, all good things have to come to an end. We got to keep y'all wanting more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, Um, Courtney has some really exciting news to share. I'm obviously pregnant and going on maternity leave soon, um, but it's just kind of like a good time to just put a pin in it. Um, We may come back. We may do something totally different in the future. We may move on with our lives and never do a podcast ever again. Who knows, right? Um, And just kind of on that note, we're going to kind of talk about like, you know, fears and insecurities and uncertainty and how we deal with that and all that. But first, I want Courtney to share her super serious, super exciting news. <laughs> uh, guys, I did a thing. I did a thing. I did a big thing. I bought a house. Uh, I bought a house on 14 acres. Ah! <laughs> yeah. 14 fucking acres, y'all. 14 fucking acres. It's her got dreams are coming true. It's got a creek. It's just so wonderful. I've, yeah, I've dreamt of this property for as long as I can remember. And uh, I, 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 fu- I fucking bought it, guys. Uh, so I, uh, the, the shitty thing is that I get shitty internet out there. So that's why the podcast is uh, ending. Cause yeah. we, now like, versus in two months. Yeah. Like I pop out a baby. <laughs> right, right. It's just, we're just going to go and wrap it up now because the internet's going to be real shit out there. Uh, but it's going to, it's worth it because I got fucking 14 acres and I am so excited uh, and terrified. Uh, mm-hmm. But really excited, really, really, really excited. But terrified. also terrified. Also fucking terrified. How many, oh how many gosh! Panic attacks have you had this week, dude? That's not even. <laughs> that's not even something I can count. Like I don't. I don't know what to tell you. It's it's been a rough. It's been a rough couple of weeks because uh, it's just been. It's an insane market. Uh, so the fact that we pulled this off was. Uh, oh my gosh, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with a house on 14 acres, there comes some some bad news. So not only having shitty internet, but like, hey, this really awesome barn that you want to do seminars in was wired by some like 85-year-old guy. And so like, I guess it might blow up. Uh, so, <laughs> so problem solving those things, uh, fixing fences, building fences, uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, my God. Bugs. Dude, mm-hmm. the bugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ah, uh, so many different kinds of bugs. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the scariest bugs I've ever fucking seen. Are you gonna get scorpions out there? Oh, definitely. I'm definitely gonna yeah. get scorpions. I haven't seen any yet, but everybody's warned me: snakes and scorpions. Um, scorpions aren't that bad because, like, <clears throat> a just watch out around water sources and like kind of modify a few things. Like, don't leave piles of laundry on the ground, for instance, right? 
Um, but there's also things you can do to prevent them, like a murder them in droves using a black light at night. That's one way. Yeah. <laughs> um, some somebody's gonna hate me for that one. You should never hurt a bug. Yeah. Well, I got stung by one in my sleep, so fuck that. I fully support. A no, I honestly, them. I murdered a lot of bugs today. <laughs> I fucking I bought some toxic stuff because I'm not living there yet, and I yeah. just went to town and I yeah. fucking I murdered every bug within six feet of the house. <laughs> there's um, there's like there's non-toxic stuff you can do too. Like once you're living For sure. there. You I, I, I have a lot of non-toxic stuff. And to be fair, like I grew yeah. up on 10 acres. Like I, right. I am, I am familiar with country living. I was stung by plenty of scorpions and wasps <laughs> as a child. Uh, so like I, I, I do know what I'm getting into. It's just that I haven't lived on land since I was young, young and yep. I'm older now. And yeah. And now it's all my responsibility. Like when you're a kid yeah. living on land, it's just yeah. kind of like a fun wonderland. And yeah. And now it's a it's a fun wonderland with a lot of responsibility. So yeah. Oh yeah, because now it's all yours. It's all mine. Yeah. <laughs> nobody dealing with shit except you. Except me. And Jay. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a team effort for sure. What uh, what kind of stuff do you hope to? Because obviously this is a big step for you, but it's it's for your business mostly. It is. It is. It's for so, yeah. So what are you most excited about doing? You mentioned seminars and being yeah. able to host people and things. Yeah. So I got a really awesome space to um, host classes, seminars, um, train dogs in. It's nice and enclosed. Um, I have a lot of land, open land with trees and a lot of land without trees. Um, hiking. So, so I, I plan to do some hiking. Um, I plan to have different yards for like enrichment and then socialization. Uh, I plan to get so awesome. goats and Yee. do some Duckies. herding stuff. I plan to get ducks. Uh, I plan to probably get rats also and do barn hunt. Um, <gasps> do you ever like want to have a dock? Yes, I have thought about having a dock. So I have a po I have ponds right now, right. but I have thought about I mean, and this is far off in the future because these I pools agree. are fucking expensive and Are they really? I've never yeah. looked into the price, but I assume they are. I mean I mean I think they're like at the least fifty thousand dollars. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Well you have and to build the whole deck structure the whole and like deck the ramp and, and, and all everything. the water and... that it takes to fill it, like yeah. and then maintaining it and keeping it clean, which um I know a guy who knows a lot about pools and it takes a lot to keep water clean outside. Mm -hmm. Like pools are really well, and, hard to maintain. And you can't just do chlorine for stuff like that because right, it's dogs right. swimming and drinking right. it. You can't tell a dog not to drink it. Like they're right. going to try because they're, they're fucking dogs yeah. and it's hot outside. <laughs> right. But yeah, um, I have thought about that in the future. Yeah. My plan, my plan is to make it just like the ultimate connect with your dog place. Um, yeah. I also plan to have cabins out there. Um, so that people can, when they come for seminars, they can stay out there. Um, and I can Airbnb it when I'm not doing seminars. Cause yeah, you know, hell yeah. Fucking money. Yeah. Money. money, baby. <laughs> and you're um, in such a good spot too. Like you're right between two, like one huge city and another growing city. So it's awesome because you'll get people from both sides. Um, yeah. and, any, and anybody in between who currently like, eh, I don't want to drive all the way to Austin for training or whatever. Right. So, right. Awesome. Yeah. I want it. I want it to be a place where people can connect with their dogs and themselves and sure. like feel something. Right. Feel something good with their dog and themselves. Mm. Uh, I have, 
uh, kind of this idea for workshops I want to do where people come and stay for like three to five days. And we, I have like the whole thing coordinated and we do like yoga and have food and like learn about yourself and your dog. It's just like this magical thing. <laughs> Sounds very concrete. Oh yeah. It's a super firm idea I have. I mean, first step is you got to move into the fucking place. Exactly. Like I got to move there first. Um, I've, but and, I've been, I've been working, I've had these ideas for years. They've just, right. they've been so far off because I, I was never going to get land. I was never actually going to get did 14. Once. And I then did. you dodged a bullet because oh. the lady ended up being. Um, yeah, that was last year. I think I, I think I talked about it on the podcast last year. Have. Yeah, I was going to get like a, an acre and yeah. and have an enrichment center. And it was the lady magical. ended up going going back on a lot of things and being like, I never agreed to any of this stuff. And we're yeah, like, she was mm. nuts. She was so, nuts. So dodged a bullet for sure. Yeah, I actually have been very, I've been practicing gratitude, right? So uh, one of the things I'm grateful for is that that property did not work out. Because Mm -hmm. had that property worked out, I would never have been where I am now and where I'm going. And I'm really excited about this. So yeah, and it's mine. I don't have some crazy lady that's going to be like, yeah, it's yours. You know what else I'm grateful for, Courtney? Our listeners. <gasps> I am grateful for our listeners as well because they're the reason we kept doing this. I know. A lot of times. Like, I don't know about you, Misha, but there were days when I was like, I don't necessarily want to talk on a podcast that people are going to listen to. No offense, people that listened. I'm just a very introverted person and I, I, I keep my opinions to myself a lot. So this doing this podcast was a big step for me personally yeah. uh, to, to say stuff and put it out there and uh be vulnerable be vulnerable so thank you guys every every or thank y'all everyone that listened uh because because you helped me so thank you i really really appreciate it (laughs) yeah no i know exactly what you mean like even though i'm extroverted as fuck like still it's i still have the same feeling of like i don't know what i'm gonna talk about today and then we just do it and we find things and people message us and they're like that was an amazing episode i loved it or I get feedback from a client. In fact, I fucking have clients that are like already super qualified to be my client and know my style because they've listened to the podcast first. That's um, awesome. So it's it's been a, a very interesting and amazing journey for sure. Um, and I too am grateful for it because honestly, doing this kept me sane for the first chunk of the year, like when everything was just whatever the fuck this last year was and yeah. constantly changing. It was and whatever. the thing we showed up for. It was it the ma- thing that it was, was consistent. It was the only thing that was consistent. Um, yeah, because work was inconsistent. What I did was inconsistent, even for work. Like it changed all the time. And like this was the one thing that we had. It was every week on this day, at this time, like we're doing it. And we might have to reschedule or whatever, but like it's, we did it, we committed. Um, and it was definitely a big, big boon for my mental sanity (laughs) (laughs) for sure. Um, and you know, like we didn't think anybody would fucking listen. We didn't think we'd do it for more than like a month or something. We'd be like, "Eh, this is dumb. (laughs) So I think we made it over a year. That's yeah. It's pretty impressive. I know a lot of episodes. Yeah, I I lost count of how many we've done. I'm sure we could go through and count, but. This is our 48th free episode. I have oh, shit. Notes. There you go. So that means we've almost got 100 episodes. Mm-hmm. We're four four shy. Ah, damn. Because you're counting. I'm doubling. Uh, yeah, because for every Patreon. episode, we did a 
Patreon episode. Patreon. Yes, yep. for the most part. Almost 100. We almost had a centennial. Ah. That's all right. <laughs> Shut, maybe we'll come back and do four. And then we'll be like, okay, now bye for real. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, who knows? There's going to be a screaming child in the background and it'll just be <laughs> chaos. And I'll be like, what were we talking about? <laughs> I'll be all glitchy. Um, yeah. But, you know, this whole last year, there was a lot of uncertainty and a lot of different fears. Now, <laughs> this with the podcast ending and with like big things on the horizon for me, big things on the horizon for Courtney, obviously like there there's, we have panic attacks sometimes y'all there's, we're terrified of certain things, not of the same things. So we want to talk a little bit about fear and um, just from like our own human perspective, we'll relate it to dogs and stuff, but like, um, yeah, Courtney has a whole new bag of problems that she didn't think she would have mm-hmm. as quickly. I'm definitely going to, I don't, I know roughly what to expect with a kid. Cause I get it. Kids have specific needs, but like, not really. I, mean, I haven't lived it. Right. I've lived yeah. pieces of it. <laughs> Courtney's lived on land, but she was a kid and she wasn't responsible for taking care of that land. Right. She was just a fucking kid. Right. You got to do kid shit and play right. with ponies. Right. Like I had <laughs> responsibilities like with quotes, you know, but like if, if I didn't do them, someone else was going to do them. You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. Or, or you just got reprimanded. Or I just got in trouble them. and then I had to do it. So yeah. yeah. But it wasn't like, oh, we're turning off your power. Got it. Right. Right. Or like, <laughs> hey, this is overflowing because you didn't turn it off. And now it's a big problem. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I didn't. I, I have to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's this whole well system that I have to know about. How like, <laughs> I know what these knobs do. I learned. I've learned <laughs> so much, like through the panic attacks that I've been having. Uh, I've learned so much about stuff that I never thought I would be learning about, like how wells work uh, and, yeah. septic, and how septic systems work. And mm-hmm. and I'm actually learning it because it's like I need to know this information. So I've been taking it, mm-hmm. um, you know, like with with the podcast and with you having a baby and with me doing what I'm doing. Uh, there's this thing where like you're terrified but you still keep taking steps forward. Mm-hmm. You show up anyway. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I am freaking out, but I'm here. We, we can't back out now. Yeah, there is no going backwards. So like, <laughs> I, you just keep putting one foot in front of this, the other. This thing inside of me, it's here. It's here. You yeah, signed the paperwork. I signed the papers. It's, it's, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> here it's we ours. go. Um, yeah. And, and like that can be, even if it's a change that you didn't expect, like obviously Lee and I were trying to have a kid. We wanted to have a kid. Right. But even if I didn't, right. Like there's still steps that you have to take. You have to go forward. There's no way out of this forest that we're in. We just have to keep going. Um, and it is going to be scary and there is going to be bad days and there are going to be times where okay. you're like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and that's okay. Everyone I've checked with, they all say, yeah, that's definitely part of the process. Mm-hmm. It's that, that's fear. It, you're afraid and that's okay. Yep. And so if you have a dog with fear issues or if you are afraid of something happening with your dog, like let's say your dog was attacked or you got this dog from the shelter and you're way in over your head and you're like, this is not the dog that I was promised. Or maybe this dog got comfortable enough to show its true colors 
And now you have it, you've made a commitment. You don't necessarily, you've bonded with it. You don't necessarily want to send it back to the system that may fail it. Right. Um, what do you, what do you do? Right. What do you do? You, you take steps, you show up for the dog, you hire a trainer, you do your fucking homework. And even though it's hard and even though it's fucking scary sometimes being like when the trainer says, Hey, your homework this week, I know you're terrified, but you're going to take your dog to a store. And this is how you're going to set your dog up for success. You're not going to go inside that store. You're going to hang out in the parking lot and you're going to do these things, right? There's a reason that your trainer is telling you to do that or whatever that next scary step may be, right? Because it's time. You have to, the only way to get over those anxieties and those fears is to just confront them and just mm-hmm. fucking do it. If it's mm-hmm. something that you care about, if it's something that you really want to do, or if it's just something that you found yourself in, you you got to do forward. it. Forward is usually the only way through it. And, and you, you don't like, have to yeah. rush forward. You don't have to, like Misha said, like you're going to start in the parking lot. You're not mm-hmm. going fucking in the store and up to the every person you see. Right. Mm-hmm. You're you're taking the steps you can. You're doing what you can in the season you're in. Right. Yep. You're I mean, that's all we can do, right? Yep. Is is the best we can. Just gonna show up and, and have as much of my cup full as possible. And one thing that like so um one of the things that I, I learned from doing one of my pregnancy homework things was um, you know, a lot of times people are like, whatever happens, happens, right? They say that, right? And it's a, it's an avoidant behavior. Yep. Right. Because if you don't think about the possibility of bad things happening, well, then you don't have to worry about it. But you, what if that bad thing does happen? Right. And I'm not saying like wallow in your fear and overthink things and, but it's okay have, to feel it, have catastrophic thinking. However, right. Like when it comes to giving birth, like I could say, I want, this type of birth and I don't want to use an epidural and I want there to be fucking candles and I want a nice doctor. Well, what if the, the hospital's like, no, you can't have fucking candles. There's oxygen. You you can't do that. And my doctor's an asshole and I have some medical complication. Right. And I can't, I, I, that's not, my plan is totally out the fucking window and I'm in pain. Right. And I, I have to confront those things and I have to think, okay, well, what if that does happen? What does that say about me? What, what am I really worried about? Like, why am I so against these things happening? Or why do I really not want that to happen? And really at the end of the day, it's like, well, cause A, I want the best possible experience, but like B, like labor fucking sucks no matter what. Working with a reactive or an aggressive dog sucks no matter what. All right. And so being able to kind of focus on the things that you can control, which is your attitude in the moment, is going to be much more important, right? And being able to think like, okay, if that does happen, what do I need in that moment? What what if the doctor says you have preeclampsia, which is this like high blood pressure thing that can cause seizures and all kinds of problems for baby and that kind of thing? What what if that happens? Am I going to fucking just cry and be like, well, no baby for me? No, I'm going to adjust my plan, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Um, what happens if Courtney moves into her property and her septic tank fucking explodes week one? She's going to deal gonna with it. I have to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And she can cry. And I don't get me wrong. You could totally cry and have your emotions and have your worries and your fears, but really evaluate like, where are those coming from? 
right in that moment? And what do you need to do to yourself in that moment to get yourself through it? Is it a pep talk? Is it just a breathing exercise? Is it uh, calling your trainer, right? Like I'm about to go into the store and I'm panicking, right? Like <laughs> whatever you fucking need in that moment, if you can prepare for that. And if, especially if your trainer's just like, just go, right? Well, then that's not very helpful, right? right? But knowledge is power. So being aware of what might happen, what you would do if something does quote go wrong or not the way you expect it to, right? <clears throat> Having a backup plan, right? Mm -hmm. You got to have a plan B at least. Yeah. If not a plan C as well. Yeah. Because have, of having have that a couple knowledge. of open ended plans. Mm -hmm. Like I will do one of these five things. Yep. Dude, Courtney and I can tell you when we go train dogs at like the domain or which is like a big outdoor mall here or Home Depot or a park or whatever, we got all kinds of plans. And yep. How often would you say that you actually do what you set out to do? Oh, not very often. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because you got to work on what comes up. And you yeah. gotta work I mean, with I've, what happens after after years of practice. I have gotten really good at just working in the moment with dogs. I have like a vague plan of what like I hope to accomplish, but mm -hmm. I know that there are other things that are going to come up, and especially with like certain types of dogs, I don't yep. have I don't have a plan at all. I'm like, we're gonna go here, and we're just gonna yep. we're just gonna figure it out together. Yeah. So so when it comes to fear, it helps to have knowledge, right? It helps to have a plan. It helps to have an expectation, right? So then you kind of know like of, of possibilities, right? Different expectations. Um, but you also can't be too specific. And that's kind of what we're getting at, right? Is you, you can't be like, I'm going to get a 30 minute down from my fearful dog as people, you know, walk past because it's probably going to be really slow today because it's rainy. And then you get there and your dog is like, holy shit, there's a thousand people here and nobody cares about the rain. And I suddenly have the shits and I'm really uncomfortable. What are you going to hey, do? You need to give up on that 30 minute down. <clears throat> That's not happening. That's yeah. not happening. You need to focus on just engagement or figuring out why your dog has the shits potentially. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe yeah, the uh, shits are the most concerning part of that. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> what did they eat that day, et cetera? Or is it just, they're just stressed out. Yeah. maybe maybe this was too much for them. Maybe you should have parked further away, right? Yeah. Or just it was too whatever, right? But being able to adapt and being able to have a more loose plan is going to be much more helpful. Yeah. I have been shifting into that gear uh, as I start to go out to the property more often yeah. and work on stuff. And I'm yeah. like, I have this like, oh, okay, I'm going to put a fence here. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, there's like a stone and a tree stump in my way. Okay. Now where's the fence going to go, you yeah. know, and like figuring it out and, and working around it. And I, I foresee a lot of that in my future. Mm -hmm. But also there's other things too. Like when you come back home and your mind is spinning and reeling, cause like you can't be at the property 24 seven, you got no. dogs, you got to take care of and yeah. work. And, but also like, if you're only, if you're moving in a few weeks, like you got shit at your house, you got to handle, you got to donate things. You got to sell yeah. stuff. You got to pack your shit yeah. <laughs> unless you pay somebody to do that. But like, I'm not, that can be really I'm, expensive. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, um, so yeah, you got to yeah. focus on the little tasks that you can control the things that you can focus on like your breath. 
or packing. Yes, I've done a lot of breath work this week because, because <laughs> holy shit, I need to breathe. <laughs> um, so one of the things I, I wanted to touch on with like this concept of fear as well is like, so for your, if you have a fearful dog, right, or a dog that has anxiety around other dogs, even if it's generally confident in other aspects of its life, or you literally have one of those pancake dogs, right, that supposedly was rescued from a meat market or something, right? By the way, a lot of that shit is bullshit and it's just marketing. Just FYI, y'all. <laughs> True um, story. <laughs> not all of it, but a lot of it is. Especially if it's like 20 golden retrievers rescued from a meat market. No, they're not doing purebreds at the meat market. I promise you. Um, anyways, um, <clears throat> tangent is um, so when you have a plan, when you are consistent with what you do and what you expect from your dog in that moment, even if you have to scale it back sometimes, when you have that foundation there of like, I need you to check in with me, I need you to look at me, or I need you to sit when I ask you to, or whatever it is that you're working on, however you're working through it, that consistency is their ver your human to dog version of a plan, right? You yes. can't tell them, hey, buddy, okay, so what we're going to do, it's going to be a little scary, but I promise you it's going to be totally fine. We're going to go to a store, but we're not going to go inside. Like your dog, you could tell your dog that if you want. Go for it. Maybe, maybe it'll make you feel better. <laughs> But you have to show them, right? And you have to do it several times. And that's why if your trainer told you to take it to the next step, whatever it may be, whether it's group class, a field trip, et cetera, go find a dog to work around and you don't feel like you're ready yet. There's a reason they do think you're ready, right? Mm -hmm. And if you, <laughs> and that reason that they think you're ready is because your dog needs it. This is the next step to show your dog that consistency, that plan, that I will always have you. I will always protect you. I know this is really scary, but together we will survive this. Yeah. I mean, our our job is to guide them and help mm -hmm. them. So why wouldn't why wouldn't you help them? Help you. them figure out what a better way to deal with their fear is. Cause like there's so many different ways to deal with your fear, yep. right? Like I've chosen to cry. <laughs> quite sometimes, a bit sometimes you gotta let that shit out but yeah and and i did it on purpose i i i i realized i recognized i noticed in myself that like it was building up mm -hmm. and actually a funny thing that happened is i almost lost it on a gas station clerk oh no shit <laughs> yeah my it wouldn't read my card and so she wouldn't let me have my stuff and i was like can't you type it in and she's like no it's a chip card and i'm like but i want my stuff and she's like, well, your car's not working. Do you have anything else? And I'm like, no, I want my stuff. And I just, <laughs> I got really like, like my feelings were hurt. And I was like upset at this lady for not. And, and then I like marched out to my car and I found I had cash and I came and I gave it to her and I took my stuff. And like, I didn't, I didn't say anything, but like I was, right. I could feel myself just like bursting at the seams with like rage and like just all of these emotions mm -hmm. over this. I mean, pointless situation like it wasn't her, it wasn't fault. her fault it wasn't yeah. my fault it it was a, the card wasn't working there was no way around it like of course she wasn't just going to give me the stuff and that's not what I wanted I just I just wanted that situation not to be so difficult is what I wanted because I had so much built up in me um and so like I I let myself cry it out you know and mm -hmm. 
It was ugly. But <laughs> <laughs> but you had to let that shit out. But I had to let it out and I got through it and and I and I'm able to get back to being really excited and I'm able to laugh at the fact that I got so mad at, at the gas station lady. <laughs> um so yeah, if if you ever find yourself uh losing it on people that don't deserve it over situations that are relatively pointless. That's a good sign that there's something else going on. Mm-hmm. It's not the meatloaf, right? It's not because you burned <laughs> the meatloaf. Right, right, right. That you, right. your whole life is ruined. It's that layered stress model, right? Exactly. Being able to have that self-awareness and, and ability and maturity, honestly, um, to know like when you're the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. So I, I want us to, I'm not going to put you on the spot, Courtney, but I want us okay. to talk about or the, to wrap this up is our biggest fear for our, our new endeavors. And I'll go first. I won't make okay. you go Thank first. You. Thank you. <laughs> so you can think about it a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and then I want to, I want to know like kind of what you think your plan going forward is like, how are you going to tackle that? Like, what are some things that you're going to do to, to manage <clears throat> that fear and get through it and just fucking deal with it? Cause it's inevitable. So um, I obviously already talked about B-Town extensively, so I'm not going to talk about him. Um, but, um, one of my biggest fears is, um, just the total upheaval in my life, right? Like, it's not like having a baby is just going to completely flip my life in 180, but it is going to change a lot of things. Um, and one of my biggest fears is like struggling to adapt to that. Cause change is going to happen, right? Like they, a fucking meteor could fall out of the sky tomorrow. And that's just a change you have to fucking deal with. Um, I have a bomb shelter. <laughs> do you really on your yeah. property? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the title of the episode. I have a bomb shelter. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. Is it, does it come like stocked with things? Are there guns down there? There's paper towels and okay. uh, a porta right. potty thing, like nice. a little bucket you can poop in. <laughs> a bucket it sounds like prison it's got a lid <laughs> it's got a lid i haven't opened the lid because i'm terrified there might and there's a chair in there oh a whole chair wow mm-hmm. and some candles <laughs> i've only been in there once and i didn't yeah. stay in there long yeah i was like dude oh, that neat. could be that could be jay's studio <laughs> <laughs> dude it's uh, soundproof and uh, like no, you can, you can is, decorate it's terrible it's Oh, it's You'll scary. Yeah, it's a scary no, it's, bomb it's shelter. Okay. Scary. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Um, all right. Courtney has a bomb shelter, y'all. Yeah. So. so if the meteor falls out of the sky, maybe I'll be okay. I don't know. Maybe. If I, I mean, if I you've get got in the shelter. You've got paper towels, a chair, and a poop bucket. What else <laughs> do you need? <laughs> um, but yeah, so back to. Sorry. Back to the topic. No, that was a hilarious tangent. Um, no need to apologize for that. Um, yeah, so so how I'm going to deal with that that fear, that uncertainty? Well, A, I'm planning for a lot of things. Like I know having a newborn, for instance, um, is one of the hardest adjustment periods because like it's just, it's, it is and it isn't from what I'm learning because you, you sort of are just in the weeds. Like you can't sleep. Your body needs to rest and recovery. You can't do anything for several weeks anyways. So it's not like <clears throat> that big a deal. It's kind of more like once you're allowed to kind of get back to life and like walk around and pick shit up again. Um, 
but yeah, basically it's like taking classes and informing myself of like what to expect um, and reading a lot and talking to other people who are parents of their experiences. Um, the other cool thing is I also know a shitload of people who like recently just gave birth to their first or second kid. Um, <laughs> Pat's, Pat, Pat Stewart's wife is pregnant and I've been like chatting with her a shitload too. Cause we both like our due dates are literally a week apart. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'm going to have a buddy to be able to chat with in the middle of the night when we're up trying to feed our fucking babies. And we're like, I just want to sleep. That's awesome. Um, so support network, super important for me. So I have that and I'm like preparing for that, um, information and continuing to just learn and seek information. Um, and then just, just, those are probably the two big cornerstones for me. Um, because it's all going to change a little bit once I'm actually in the thick of it. I'll have new questions and new things. But if I'm already mentally preparing myself for as much as I can um, and emotionally preparing myself, I also have a doula who's going to help me postpartum. So like I'll have emotional support. So when I'm three days after birth, when my hormones are like down in the gutter and I'm crying over everything, I can be like, is this normal? And she's like, yes, sweetie. Your let hormones are fucked Just up. Let it, Just it's let fine. It. This will pass. Yes, you did yell at Lee, but that's okay. He still loves you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so yeah. Um, so you're you're you? just you're afraid of kind of the whole upheaval of everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And 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 having to keep a baby alive. Like that's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, that, like that. I keep animals alive and I keep other people's animals alive and that's kind of stressful because it's other people's but like you know cps kind of frowns on um you know yeah. mothers not taking care of their children and yeah. sudden abrupt injuries and such so yeah. <laughs> um but from what i hear like they're just like little rubber bouncy things so like they'll be fine yeah it's, everybody it's, and every time i'm around one people are like they're more resilient than you think because i'm all, i'm i'm not very good with babies and so i'm always like i don't want to break it and people yeah. are like nah it's fine. And I'm like, it's head is going to fall off. It's not fine. <laughs> you told me I have to support its head. What do you mean yeah. it's fine? <laughs> exactly. I get really nervous. <laughs> Don't worry. I won't make you hold my baby unless you Not until to. it can hold its own head up. Okay. Deal. Awesome. <laughs> After that, I'm I'm, re- I'm really cool with them. Like, I think they're pretty neat. Uh, but <laughs> the whole head falling off thing, I'm like, ah scares me it makes me think of uh dumb and dumber when like the like people come to like fuck up their apartment and like kill their birds and (laughs) lloyd's like our pets heads are falling off (laughs) that's what it made me think of (laughs) i haven't seen dumb and dumber in so long it's classic but i already packed all my dvds damn it's fine it's fine i'm pretty sure it's on the internet somewhere that's true and while i still have good internet maybe i'll use it i know right (laughs) (laughs) uh so i i'm most afraid of failing that's probably my biggest thing is just that that my dreams will get ahead of me and i'll shoot myself in the foot somehow and just kind of fall down and that's what i'm afraid of yeah well you just bought this big ass property mostly for your business yeah yeah so if you fail, then you're like, holy shit, I now have this fucking mortgage. Right. <clears throat> right. And all this land I don't know what to do with. Right. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Fear of failure is a scary one. That's a big one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's my, my big fear. And that can, that can tailspin into many tiny fears uh, of ways I can fail, you know, and Mm -hmm. things that can happen that could screw me up, you know, Yeah. Uh, like my dog's getting hurt or, you know, some, something happening to me. And it's like all I your get fault because if you wouldn't have bought this property, exactly. this wouldn't have happened. Exactly. Those kind of <laughs> things. Uh, they eat me up inside. Um, yeah. and so how are you going to deal with that? How are you going to deal with that fear? How are you working through that fear? I, I'm learning as much as I can about the property, about the lifestyle I'm getting into. Um, knowledge is power, y'all. Knowledge is power. <laughs> and uh, also, you know, taking it one day at a time. And also just accepting that some things are out of my control and nature's going to do what nature's going to do. And it's not always pretty and things die and things end and that's okay. And if, you know, I go through burnout again, or I, I don't know, for some reason the business fails or whatever, like, you know, I'll but just what if you some... succeed? Exactly. What if you succeed? I'm just that, saying. that is that is the thought I've been trying to put in my head is but what if I what if I do pull this off like what if what if everything does work out what if what if it's awesome what if it's as mm-hmm. awesome as I think it can be and and I just take the steps and I take my time and and I I build it how I how I want to and and what if I have good ideas and that's okay so that's a whole new thought process for me um uh, brand new yeah. So uh, it takes practice to remember it mm-hmm. um, because uh, that's really scary to think that. Um, yep. And that, that comes from my own personal shit, my own traumas, <laughs> you know? Um, but, but being mindful is the first part of it, but right? But being of mindful like... is the first part and I take steps <laughs> yep. every day to work on it and I plan on taking more and uh, I'm just going to be my authentic self for better or for worse, whatever that is, I am going to sink into it. Uh, oh yeah. If it means I end up being a hermit that never mows her lawn and never sees a person <laughs> again. Well, that's what it ends up meaning guys, but I'm, that's not where I'm headed right now. Uh, right now I'm headed to build this awesome connection to yourself and your dog place, you know? Uh, we'll see where I go next. Hey, at the very least, like, now clients will have to drop dogs off to you. So I'm actually most excited about that. Uh, I drive currently, I drive so far to do lessons and pick up and drop off dogs. And uh, I do it because I've actually been breaking the rules for my HOA. Uh, So (laughs) I don't want clients coming to my house and people starting to wonder like, how many dogs does she have there Mm -hmm. Um, in your suburban house on a corner, you know? And so it's (laughs) like, not none don't worry about it but now i live in the country so like you come to me and i'll watch all your dogs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's exciting i can't believe we didn't cry courtney we didn't cry i almost cried i i, <laughs> I fucking swallowed that shit though I was like not this episode that's for the patreons yeah you gotta you gotta pa- pay us oh I actually wonder how, i wonder how many times we've cried on patreon i don't know i don't think it's been that many that's true I don't think we've really cried much. I mean, we've cried together for sure, IRL, but <laughs> not. I don't think we've cried on Patreon very much or any of our episodes. Maybe like one or two. I don't know. Yeah. Either way. But yeah, that's it, y'all. That's that's all we got. Um, I oh, would tell you to go check out our Patreon. We should plug but- ourselves. 
Oh yeah. The people that are listening, like if, <laughs> yeah. don't forget, like we are dog trainers and, <laughs> and we are, we have businesses. That's so, true. Uh, yeah. No longer be able to follow us here, but if you want to follow us like over there on our mm-hmm. business stuff, I know I'm going to have some cool shit. Courtney's going to have way more cool shit than me. Cause like I'm barely keeping up with my Instagram now as it is, <laughs> but you know, I'll probably come back to it at some point. Um, but yeah, it's going to be mostly just baby shit for a while. And I'm not posting that to my business page, but, but it'll probably come back to life at some point. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can, you can go check out uh, train with Cerberus on Instagram and then Courtney's is at I love your dog LLC. Yeah. Yeah. Plug us. But yeah, normally I'd say like, go check out Patreon, but uh, we're about to deactivate that shit. Um, if you're a Patreon listener, you'll still have access to it. We're just going to suspend payments and we can't take new payments since we're technically not putting out new content and stuff. However, that being said, if you were like, oh man, I was going to totally subscribe this month or whatever, if you want to support us or give us like one last you little. You just love us. You just love us. Yeah. You're or, like, or you've mildly enjoyed this and you want to, you know, flip us <laughs> a little something. Yeah. You can go to our, our PayPal. We have um, at Super Serious Dog Podcast. Um, and I think you can also search it by our Gmail too. So, Super Serious Dog Podcast, Podcast, Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it, y'all. Aw. I know. It's Bye. the end. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Love y'all. Thank you. <laughs> Cardi's doing smooches and waves. We should do princess waves. <laughs> wrist, wrist, elbow, elbow. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. Last, last jig. Last jig.